Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. You have offended this podcast and you have offended the entire movie making community. And welcome to part two of the podcast. We're going to pick up here where we left off yesterday. If you'd like to become a patron and get all of our episodes in full on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Support at any level there. We have levels that start at just $5 a month. We'll get you all of our full episodes without this pitch to the patrons on Sunday night in full. Remember, you can also go to offendedpodcast.com. You can go there, buy some merch. That'll give you something cool, and it'll also give us a little something to keep the lights on over here at You Have Offended This Podcast main headquarters. Check us out on our social media. At Twitter, we are at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, you can just search You Have Offended This Podcast, and you'll find us there. You can interact with us there. We'll answer your questions. You can give us movies that you'd like to see, favorite scenes, favorite actors, actresses, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. So check those things out. Please become a patron. If you can't do that, give us a rating. Give us a review on iTunes or Stitcher or wherever you download your podcasts. That's a huge help. Or at the very least, if you could just tell a few friends about us, that would be awesome too. Thanks very much and enjoy part two of the podcast. I don't do that. I'm not shaking <laughs> my I got a headache. Fuck you. I'm not shaking my head. Fuck Fuck that. Get somebody to shake Just my head. Make my head shake with your digital animation <laughs> shit, motherfucker. Like <laughs> So they anyway, they end up flying back here through the series of tubes or whatever. And uh, they take I this is you law that they take. And this apparently takes a big toll on you because they're laying on the floor like, Jesus Christ, that sucked ass. Like, <laughs> Yeah. So they basically now have Eula in court for traveling through 123 different parallel universes and killing different versions of himself, which they're showing uh, different pictures of Jet Li, basically just wearing fucking wigs. Yeah, he's got basically. a dreadlock and a fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know, Rasta Jet Li. Yeah, Rasta Jet Li, blonde Jet Li. Like, they've got all these different versions of him that he's basically been traveling through. And it's revealed that he used to be an agent that protected people jumping from universe to universe. And he killed a version of himself and he immediately garnered that person's life force and became more powerful so then he became a rogue it's kind of like mm, uh, i like that hmm, i'm gonna do this and he basically started hopping from universe to universe killing himself and he does it 123 times and essentially there's one jet lee left to kill and then he will become like a god I do like the way they put him in here in the chains in the cell, and he's doing his kung fu with the chains on. Yeah, like that, which is pretty dope. It's very dope, and apparently when he's doing that, they made Yu-Law here, the bad guy, and the good uh, Gabe Law that Jet Li also plays have different styles of kung fu. Yeah, that's actually a nice that's a nice nod that they did. Very cool touch. Like this style that he's using is very linear and very aggressive kung fu where he he uses it here it's, it's called Shingi Guan. Super linear, very aggressive, but when you watch Gabe fight, very open palm circular footwork, it's called Baguazang, 
kung fu and they changed it for that purpose to separate the two guys and their styles and why they would do it which i thought is very cool and this little scene where he's doing it in the shackles is a a reference to a a famous master of the style that he's using apparently named uh kyo yun shen who also when he was arrested did this style in handcuffs in the prison so it's a little bit of a reference to that guy so kind of a cool little thing there but let me not uh, take away from the introduction of Carla Gugino here in her badass purple fucking suit. Dude, like, if anybody was, like, the embodiment of uh, Jessica Rabbit in, like, a normal human proportion, yeah. it's her. This is it, right here. This scene. This is it. This is it. She's it's, got the it's... red hair, that skinny-ass corseted waist that she's got. Yeah, man. Damn. Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. But she's awesome. It, very distracting. Very distracting from the kung fu. Very distracting <laughs> from the kung fu. <laughs> but like, like the I, thing I, is, though, she looks awesome. She looks incredible. But she's a really good actor too. Like she carries that. Yeah. She knows what she looks like, and she knows yes. that the whole point of her looking like that is to be a distraction, right? And oh, and she uses that again. This the set designers did a good job because I mean they they kind of built this utilitarian bleak future everybody's wearing either like a charcoal gray or like black like you know everything's toned down and she shows up in this goddamn magenta skin tight corseted little business suit yes and she's got a fucking mouse in her shoe or some shit that dude that's the funniest fucking thing i started laughing because that was like so fucking austin powers she's wearing these (laughs) high-heeled platform shoes and she reaches down and hits a button and the back of the heel of her shoe opens up and a fucking mouse comes out with a curly antenna like like a curly antenna and you're just like is that a fucking mouse bomb it is a fucking mouse bomb that she had hidden in her fucking shoe it was fucking awesome austin powers but, I mean, the writers of this film, okay, the writers of this film, they, they wrote a lot for television, right? Yeah, They that's... wrote a lot for TV, which might be why this film, like, the film's really short. It's an hour 20. And the writers did a lot, like, you know, they wrote for The X-Files, for Millennium. They wrote for a lot of good TV shows, uh, Twilight Zone. And this kind of feels like a high-budget episode of a television show. Like a high-budget episode of The Outer Limits. Remember that? Yeah, yeah, it really one. does. It really does. Or like a special episode of The X-Files or some shit, right? Like, Yeah. And like, I, I really enjoyed Millennium. Like, I bought the first season of that, and that's, that show was the shit in season one. I'm going to tell you, man, when I watched that show, I was by myself down in the basement, and usually I can watch whatever I fucking want, and it doesn't affect me. Yeah. But that fucking the pilot? moment where... They dug that fucking oh, dude up and they buried him in dude. the grave with his dead girlfriend and they sewed his eyes and mouth Fuck shut. Fuck me. Like, like, I was fucking cold. I had the cold shivers. Yeah. So That shit haunts me as, to this day. When I think of that, I'm yeah, like, oh, so, fuck James Wong and Glenn Morgan, like, if I'm coming across like I'm not a fan of your work, like, just know that you scared the ever-loving piss out of me <laughs> in the fucking yep. late 90s, early 2000s, or whenever that show came out. Because I was fucking disturbed yeah that 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 hung with me for days that shit lives in my nightmares dude yes man and i know we're going for something different here and and again i don't want to sound disrespectful of it i just didn't quite connect with this but they've done some amazing stuff together these two guys yeah this this just isn't this just isn't one of them no but it's decent it's 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 passable you know what i mean like he he the the mouse bomb goes off here out of the back of her shoe and we get the 
the introduction of some of the music of the wah, you know, the, whatever. Oh my God. Yes, man. Like it's fucking dope. <laughs> that gets you going. I, I don't care who you are. If you're of our ilk, Gen X and shit, you hear that. Wah, <laughs> that down and down. Like, All right. I'm in. I'm I down. know. Let's I go. don't, I don't want to be disrespectful, but the fucking soundtrack for this movie is like the early 2000s douchebag gym playlist. <laughs> um, and I yep. know this for a fact because it was my playlist. Because I was right? going to say, yeah, this, fucking, it's what yeah. I listened to, douchebag. Yeah, I had this. I'd be fucking walking around and they're like, hey, there's no hats on in the gym. And I'd be like, fuck you, dude. I'm in the zone. Right? <laughs> You're just wearing your fucking <laughs> Could go lift, bro. Could go lift. Gonna go live. Anyway, it's uh, it's fucking dope. Like the soundtrack on this is is one of the best parts of it. I don't think, in a lot of ways, the soundtrack actually matches the action well. No, it it almost takes me out of it. Yeah, because you're just like, okay, like it's not. It fits, but it doesn't fit. You know what I mean? Yes. Like, well, it's it's, it's just like uh, of the 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 tone of the music is good, but I think the the music itself was so of the time that I was like, oh, I fucking love this song. Rather than oh, yeah. I'm in the I'm in the movie. I was just thinking yeah. I really dig that song. Yeah. So it kind of took. Get up, yeah. get down with the sickness. <laughs> down um, with the sickness. <laughs> but I'm gonna right? tell you, I'm gonna I'm, I'm gonna fucking tell you the the way that this story is structured. The next scene that we get is a recreation of the prison walk scene. Yes. So the opening shot where they go pick up Jet Li from the cell. They're recreating that scene, not quite shot for shot, but very close. Yep. They go down, and then when they walk into the cell, uh, the camera slides over, and it's 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 not Jet Li. It's revealed that Jet Li is now the cop and not the prisoner in this particular universe. Yes. Uh, there's a television, and it's President George Bush, not President Al Gore. So they did a really cool Again, I I love when movies do setups and payoffs and really good writing and really good story structure. I really think that they did an excellent job with this film because now we're 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 seeing something again and you're like, "Oh shit, I know what's going to happen. Somebody's going to throw a knife." And a guy throws a knife and then Jet Li is now more powerful as a guard. He grabs the knife out of the air. Yes. But he but which, when he grabs it, he's like, "What the fuck?" Like he doesn't understand yes. how he could do it. Yeah, because he's getting more powerful, but he doesn't know why, because he's not the agent or the catalyst of it. Yeah. He's just the recipient, and they get out to the parkade exactly as before, but Jet Li's got some sort of spidey sense now and goes, stop, something's wrong, Yeah, which is what the other Jet Li, the prisoner, said in the beginning scene. So That's right. We know that Buddy's in the air vent, and we're going to get another action scene, which we do, and again, it's... It's not bad, dude. Like it's it's no. not bad. No, again, it's it nothing about this movie is bad. You know what I mean? Like I, I would never look at this movie and be like, ah, oh, fuck this movie, it's stupid. It's not. It's a it's a decent movie. Yes. It just I you know, I want it to be a little bit it's like when we watch the perfect weapon. Yes. Do you know what I mean? Like when we watch that movie. Like, like, I love Jeff Speakman. Love that I love dude. Yeah. Like I, I, I love everything about this. It's just not quite it has the potential to be better. Yeah. And this, this, the action just falls just, just flat enough. Yes. You know, just flat enough to not bring it to that, to that next level. Because I remember the first time, you know, we saw the raid and he does the tie clinch and jumps backwards and drops that guy's fucking Jesus. open neck on the jagged bottom half of the door. Yeah. You're just like, oh my God, I'm like, gonna vomit. This, this film doesn't have those types of moments. No. Like the CGI looks like 
like something would, that would be on the PS4. Yes. Or the PS3, I would say, maybe. Yeah. You know, like, ahead of its time for maybe television, but certainly not ahead of its time for, for film. No, 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 exactly. So I would I would totally agree with all that stuff, yeah. But the writing is great. These guys, the writing experience that they come from television shows here because of the wraparounds and the slight changes. And again, this would be a really goddamn good special X-Files episode. Yeah. Like where, you know, somebody came in from an alternate dimension or something and fucking Mulder wants to believe, goddammit. Yeah. You know? But this is a cool scene where the the cop Jetly is in the truck. Not the truck, I'm sorry, in the bus. The prisoner bus. And evil Jetly is walking across the top and just like flipping shots without even like no look shots with the gun yeah. where he's picking cops off and shit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's pretty cool. And then he sprints up out badass. of the garage again the way he did before. Yeah, and he is running, credit to them, like, he is running fast. And the cops are firing the guns. And honestly, the gunfire looks real. The squibs look real. Yep. Like, there's windshields breaking and stuff like that. Like, that stuff does look realistic. And then he jumps over, like, a 20-foot concrete wall. And it kind of looks like Rob Schneider in The Animal. <laughs> yes. Like, yes, it does. It just, that, and, and again, it takes you out. And then Good Gently runs, and he doesn't quite run, jump as high. And then he goes over the razor wire, which is clearly rubber. Which is very clear. I was going to mention the uh, fakeness of the razor wire. <laughs> yeah. But when he comes face to face with, well, just for simplicity, we'll say Evil Gently. Yeah. Uh, his acting is really good because he said, the good news is, you're not crazy. <laughs> and he's like, the bad news is you're going to die or something to something to that effect. It was actually a nice line. A and cool I thought line. it was pretty cool. But I don't yeah, know. And he shoots him. In the... I don't know why when he shoots good gently, he's about to go kind of finish him off. But Delroy Lindo and, and Statham come over the wall and evil gently looks up and sees him and is like, oh, no. Like, yeah, he has to run away from them. Like, why is he scared of them? They're just dudes. Yeah, he's got like superpowers. He's he's basically godlike now. Yeah. And if he fired one more shot into the Jet Lee that was on the ground, he would He'd become be the one. The one. But Jesus, like both of these Jet Lees should be like super goddamn powerful at this point. So I mean, you know, if he can jump up a twenty foot wall, can you imagine can you imagine like he 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 did like a front kick and kicked a body up into the air <laughs> that knocked over five guys. Can you imagine Delroy Lindo like sticks his head up over the wall and, and gently just kicks it off like a like a fucking punter, like who <laughs> just kicks a rock with his steel-toed shoe into his head like a oh, fucking yeah. bullet? Just kicking a whack, just kicking a rock. Oh yeah, I would have so yep. much attitude if I had that fucking level of power. Like, oh my god, you be, couldn't tell me like, shit if I had that level of power. Yeah. Can you imagine? You just Ugh. fucking kick like a piece of pea stone, like a single pea stone, and put it right through somebody's fucking palm, like down the street. <laughs> Bang! It's like somebody fucking sitting there with stigmata, like, what the fuck? <laughs> oh, that's funny. And good gently here goes back to his house and meets his wife, TK, Carla Gugino, in this universe. Because apparently you marry the same people and you do all that same shit, so... Yeah, and she's good in this universe, and the other one was evil in the other universe. You know, just because, plot, whatever. Yeah. And he does his kung fu in his room, which is the circular Baguazan style. And we're now cutting back and forth between Good Gently doing his Baguazan circular kung fu 
and evil Jet Li using his Jing Yi Quan linear aggressive linear, kung fu. Yeah, it, it's good. It's like, very. This is the coolest it, part. It's really good. Like yeah, I really like this. Really part. good. Jet Li can carry and, this extremely well. And Jet Li, good Jet Li, does like a, we call it waioki, but like a, like a circle type block with his with his hand and puts out the flame of a candle across the room. Like yeah. you know, it's some some nice nice touches in there and I, I i think that when you have those moments in this film it just kind of leaves you wanting a bit more or makes you realize that there's some stuff in here that just doesn't doesn't quite work yeah and i think like it's one of those things where i gently is good enough you can just let him do his thing but they just had to up it a little bit to make him superhuman and that just took it over the edge into that not believable part and took me out of it I know that they were, I know what they were going for. Like, yeah. I really do. But, I mean, Jet Li, A, he kicks ass. Like, the first time I saw Jet Li was, I think, Lethal Weapon 4. And I yes. was like, yeah. whoa, this guy is amazing. Like, he, I, I was more impressed with his actual practical fighting in Lethal Weapon 4 than I was in this because I don't feel... I don't think we're getting authentic Jet Li. We're getting a CGI Jet Li, and that could really be anybody. You know what I mean? Yes. And the other part of it is, you know, when we watched Fearless, when Jet Li was planting the rice, like, and and he was spending time with the blind woman, like, his acting is really good, because that was one of my favorite parts of the film. Yeah, same. Was, you know, him in the village and him acting and, and him using his acting without words to show his change right from one type of person to another type of person so he's got the martial arts skills he's got the acting skills and you know at the beginning of this i said i can't quite put my finger on it i think that's it i think it's because i think they robbed him of his actual talent to do some of the cgi stuff that just doesn't quite excite me as much as watching him work a fucking makiwara or a kung fu dummy you know yeah no 100 percent. i would totally agree with that the uh, the university medical center here that they're at, where they do his MRI, that's actually North Hollywood Medical Center in uh, in Hollywood, and that's the hospital where Scrubs is filmed. Oh, legit, really? Yeah, yeah. So they they filmed that at the same hospital here that that Scrubs is at for the MRI scene here coming up. Oh, so it's kind of a cool little little factoid there, but I thought that was kind of neat. I do like here the the little scene where they're wheeling him in in his. Uh, sheriff's jacket or whatever he's wearing but he's looking up good Jet Li is looking up at the corner mirrors and he keeps yes. seeing bad Jet Li yes in them it's kind of it's a neat little like foreshadowing like what the fuck like he's getting that spidey sense premonition thing coming on which I yeah, kind of dig I like uh, that yeah I think anything in this film except for the CGI I think it's pretty solid yeah that's the real honestly and for a martial arts movie, that's a shitty place to be weak, which I think is why it became forgettable. Yeah. Because everything else is pretty good, man. Like, the story's good, the acting's solid, the soundtrack's awesome, all the well, Foley and special. In, like, there's stuff in here that there's a lot of, like, slow-mo and speed ramping. Yes. You know, kind of like Zack Snyder, you know, is famous for, for 300. But yes. it's kind of cool where he will be in one position and then, like, Superman fly across the room uppercut a cop and then that cop will be going in super slow motion and then he'll do like a reverse wheel kick and kick the cop out of frame <laughs> which is which is cool but but not yeah <laughs> like, it's know? yeah like, no i know what you mean it's you're like wow that was cool i guess that was, that was yeah, yeah all right that's cool yeah 
I want to give it the yeah, benefit really. of the doubt so much because, again, like we keep saying, I love these people, the actors and the directors and the crew. Like, they clearly really did a good job here. Just I do want to point out that choices. when they're when they're in the office speaking about to get the MRI, the doctor is actually from uh, Christopher Nolan's Memento. She played Sammy Jenkins' wife. Remember we watched oh, yeah, Memento about my fucking 400 times? I knew I knew her from somewhere. I was yeah. like, fuck, that's right. Yeah. She's the one with that's diabetes Sammy that's wife. got him to kill her. Yeah, 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 yeah. Spoiler, if you haven't seen fucking Memento, that's a kick-ass yeah. movie. Yeah, I, I, I watched the shit out of that. I loved that movie. Yeah. Um, and I was just like, oh my God, it's Sammy Jenkins' wife. Nice. See, now I got to watch that again because that was a fucking good movie. Man, yeah, I like her. That was a good flick. Now I'm thinking about Memento and that scene because that scene makes me cry every time now when I watch it because I'm like, fuck, she doesn't, Man, she knows yeah. he's not, I can't get into that right now. Um, yeah, yeah, let's just. <laughs> not get sidetracked, but anyway, so he goes, uh, Good Jet Lee goes into the MRI here and we end up getting another fight scene because Bad Jet Lee infiltrates the MRI lab here and does some shenaniganing, if I may. Well, like, again, if this film has some, this film has some weak points and essentially we get a series of bad Jet Li showing up to kill good Jet Li. Shit goes down. Delroy Lindo and Jason Statham show up. Bad Jet Li runs away and then they take good Jet Li to another location where it all happens again. Like that happens, that happens over and over again. It gets a little repetitive because it's just like. It's just like, okay, we got away. Oh, there's an evil version of you that's going around trying to kill you every... Oh, fuck, he's back! <laughs> <laughs> Let the bodies hit the floor! Let the bodies... Like... And that concludes part two of the podcast. Come back tomorrow for part three. If you'd like to get the entire podcast on Sunday night, you can go to patreon.com slash you have offended this podcast. Patrons get the full show Sunday night without any ads. If you don't want to become a patron, you can go to offendedpodcast.com. Buy some merch there. That'll get you something cool to wear and rep the podcast you know you love. And we get a bit of money, too, to help us keep the lights on here. Please follow us on social media. At Twitter, we're at YHOTP. On Instagram, Facebook, and YouTube, just search You Have Offended This Podcast. You can interact with us there. Leave us your favorite movies, your favorite scenes, any questions you have, anything like that. We'd love to hear from you. Please rate and review us wherever you download your podcasts. Ratings and reviews really help us, particularly on iTunes, if you could. That would be awesome. Make sure to tell your friends, family, loved ones, and hated ones about this podcast. More listens mean more downloads means it's better for everybody. So thanks very much for helping. Come back tomorrow for part three, and we will be back in your ears very soon.